Okay, I walk into a club, you know, feeling insecure, ugly, sweaty, constantly fixing my hair when I see a fine woman, a goddess who I have absolutely no chance with, but... I got money, you got honey, baby, let's pretend to love each other, laugh is ugly, baby. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Sante Punch Podcast. Oh yeah. Um, my apologies, I have... What is this racket? I hope no one can hear this next to me. Someone's someone's hanging 40,000 uh, frames in the room next to me. Uh, they're just Woody the Woodpecker over there. Um, okay. Where was I? apologizing for not being on the SPP the last few weeks. Uh, I have gone through a little bit of a life change. Uh, I left my job, my cushy job, and uh, I have accepted another position. I'm very excited about it. Uh, I just thought it was time for uh, to challenge myself and to move to a little bit bigger ad agency. And it's fully remote, so I'll be living in Brazil for a full month in December, basically. And then wherever I want to go, man, it's like the horizon's there. But it it's bigger clients, bigger agency, more responsibility. They're digital. And so I made the move, and, uh, you know, I've, I heard from a wise man one time, you know, if once you get comfortable, it's time to get uncomfortable. And so that's what I did. So because of that, I just wasn't feeling the um, motivation to do a podcast. But anywho, I'm here now. I uh, After I accepted that position, I decided to take a little bit of a celebratory trip to Tampa. Another reason I couldn't do a podcast to see my good friends and celebrate the the Halloween holiday, uh, which I haven't done in the past two years. Dressed like Elvis. It was perfect. Also went method. I was Elvis the entire time. I, um, you know, I was like, hey, little lady. <laughs> what the heck is that thing down in Memphis? But it was a good time. By the way, on the uh, airplane there, so I have TSA pre-check. And the line for pre-check was as long as the, you know, where they put the, like, the farm animals and stuff in the regular section. So I, w- I actually thought the line in, with the, um, the regular line was shorter, so I went there. But then I didn't realize, like, once you go into the regular line, that opens into, like, a pan's labyrinth of, you know, creatures, men in black, alien types. And I was like... Nope, I'm going back to pre-check. So it was a long line, though, for pre-check. I noticed there's now clear. So they're just going to keep adding. You know, pre-check's basically regular now. Um, regular is poverty. And and then clear is now, I guess, pre-check, where you get to, you know, not wait in line, not take your shoes off and your belt and be treated like a criminal, but... No, I'm kidding. Pre-check still doesn't make me do that, which I appreciate. 
But now I got to get clear. And then what? And what's after clear? You know, then clear, I'll be in, in the clear line waiting forever. And I'll look over and it'll be a new line. It's like introducing translucent where nobody, <laughs> nobody stops you and you moonwalk through security. It's like, it's like uh, what condoms were doing. You know, they just keep, they just kept getting thinner and thinner. It was like ultra thin, and then like, and then they just started calling it skin. <laughs> this is now your skin. That's how close it is. Uh, I half expected them to market a box of condoms, and that you know, as a marketer, you just don't put a condoms in there. You call it, you call them condo, um, air condoms or a condom air. Whatever, I haven't brainstormed it yet. Give me a break. But basically, you don't put anything in the box, and, and then on the box, you just say, you know, trust us, it's in there. What else is happening? Uh, Jen, so today, they're, they're expecting a, a red wave for the Republicans, but Gen Z got out and voted. Good for them. Um, looks like uh, it'll be House Republicans. And uh, I think it's even on the Senate. But they expected a red wave, and it didn't happen. And Gen Z, you know why? <laughs> so Gen Z, what does that even mean? Let's look it up. What does Gen Z mean? Generation Zer. Gen Okay. Gen Z meeting. The generation reaching adulthood in the second... Oh, my. Oh, the, this is like a, an actual definition. The documentation of the documents was very well mm, documented. What does Z mean, though? All right. What does Z... This is, this is great context. What does Z in generation Z mean? There's no answer to this. Generation Z, colloquially known as... Oh, okay, here we go. Z means colloquially known as Zoomers. Succeeding millennials and preceding... The, oh, the next generation is called Generation Alpha? What? Why do they get the cool one? We get, like, millennials, which every old person thought was millenniums. They could never get it right. We get... Zoomers, super lame, made up word that's like sounds like Bugs Bunny created it. But then you get Generation Alpha after them. Good for them. My point being, all of these gener young generations should be voting, should have been voting the entire time. And, but now they actually showed up. And they, uh, you know, you should vote when you have nothing else to do. <laughs> Says the guy who never voted when he was, when he was a millennium. But like you know, you're in college, like watching a rerun of Mad Men, smoking weed. Like like the schedule's not full, you know. Like you just go to the local. You can still be high and do it. Just go to the local library school of uh, voting. Although it is a little intimidating now. 
I saw in Bill Maher, there's like, you know, well, because uh, of course Trump said the election was rigged. So then half the country's like, well, he's God. So that was true. And so now you got people that would otherwise be, you know, doing normal things, dressed up like the Taliban and watching people vote, making sure that there's no, you know, there's no uh, election fraud. There's no mules. There's no 2,000 mules, as that documentary claimed. All right, I don't want to get in trouble with my new job if anyone's listening. Hey, man, just go out and vote whatever side you're on. Good for you. Um, it's all going to work itself out in the end. Everything, everyone's going to have a good time. Okay, let's talk football. This is a sports podcast, right? I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to get right into it. And I'm going to make my NFL picks for the week. Starting with an epic, an epic Thursday night matchup between the Falcons and the Panthers. They didn't show, they didn't show Al Michaels the uh, the Thursday night schedule before he signed on. There's no, I mean, none of these games have been matchup-wise good. And now you get another one, Falcons at Panthers. I actually liked the Panthers for a little bit, even at, at uh, what are they now, 2-7? and seven? Is that what they are? I liked them. I liked them through eight weeks. <laughs> they were 2-6, and six, and I was like, I kind of like the Panthers. Panthers, Carolina. Let's look up their record. Um, you can't get information on the internet anymore. They're just like fourth in the in the two and six. Oh, they're now they're two and six. No, this is old. Two and seven. But they're playing the Falcons again. The first time they played the Falcons was two weeks ago. It was it was uh, 37-34 Falcons because DJ Moore took his helmet off outside of the end zone, which is not illegal. But they called it illegal. But then I watched watching another game and another guy took his helmet off and there was no flag. And then I was watching just the other day and the guy took his helmet off and there's no flag but the Atlanta refs thought there you go and you wonder why there's conspiracy theorists with the uh you know with election fraud because you don't call the guy who took his helmet Terry McLaurin took his helmet off at the one you don't call that but then you happen to be in Atlanta Carolina throws a 70-yard pass to tie the game. DJ Moore takes his helmet off outside of the field of play, meaning it's not illegal. And there's a flag. So, you know, you can blame Atlanta refs for uh, spurning or spurring conspiracy theories. Um, it's because of Atlanta refs that Donald Trump said that, uh, you know, there was 4,000 meals putting... 4,000 Joe Biden envelopes and random post office boxes. And that, and that's just that, and you can fact check me on that. Falcons minus three at the Panthers. Um, I'll tell you what, Falcons uh, secondary had issues with the Panthers um, in the first matchup. Hmm. Holmes, yeah, I think they'll, their defense will play better uh, than it did in that game just because they got a little bit embarrassed. And uh, I think PJ Walker's starting again. It would make sense that P.J. Walker would start again for Carolina if he, you know, had such a great game. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say that the uh, 
that Atlanta wins this one 20-17, making it a push. If you uh, gamble on that game, you are a psychopath. So let's move on to uh, Vikings at Bills. That's a Sunday 1 p.m. Eastern on Fox game. Um, Vikings just beat uh, the Kirk Cousins' former team, uh, the Washington Commies, and uh, he was dancing on the plane afterwards. Apparently, Russell Wilson at one point, not not in that game, but my main point here is on planes. Russell Wilson was doing high like high knees on a plane. You got Kirk Cousins dancing on a plane. Is no one worried about the plane going down? Just, just a question. I mean, you can't turn your phone on because, you know, in a plane or else we're all going to plummet into the, into the Pacific Ocean. But Kirk Cousins can put on 50,000 chains and, and do the Antonio Brown dance and no one's with Zadaria Smith jumping up and down and no one's worried. I guess all of their phones were in airplane mode. Vikings at Bills, I'm assuming that Josh Allen will play through his elbow issue and I don't I don't think there's any way the Bills will lose back to back. The Bills are favored by seven and a half according to my sources. I have the Bills winning this one uh, I think Josh Allen's pissed. I think the Bills win forty to twenty four cover the spread. Um I don't know why I did that one before the uh, Seahawks-Buccaneers game, which is at 9... Wait a second. Am I reading that? This is why I did it beforehand. The the Buccaneers-Seahawks game is at 9.30 p.m.? I can't possibly be right. It's a it's in Germany. Bucks-Seahawks. What is the... What's the... Uh, no, no, wrong. 8.30 a.m. Fucking Jesus. You know, you can't trust articles anymore. Nobody proofreads. It's all about, let's get first, you know. Someone put p.m. on here. And I was, I was going to be looking around, at, you know, for two games on at sun, on Sunday night. It's at 8.30 a.m. in Chicago. 9.30 a.m. for all of you regular folks out there on Eastern Time. Seahawks are... I need to get off... Okay, wait a second. I'm getting off with this. I need to get on like an actual betting line website. Please hold. Betting lines week 10. I was on like, you know, the dark web looking at the... Uh, where where is just Fanduel? Give me Fanduel. Oh my God, I'm struggling. It's you know this is like, it's because I have I have ring rust from not doing this podcast. Fanduel lines. Just give me something simple. Just let me gamble. For the love of Saint Peter and all of his apostles. All right, all right. I'm gone on my phone. The internet hates me today. Let's just put it that way. Let's put it on. The, plus, I can get up-to-date lines on my phone. Because I, I, I've i been gambling a lot in the NFL, so, like, you know, they know when I log in. 
All right. Let's keep this going. Bucks versus the Seahawks in Germany. Oh, get your fina schnitzel. Uh, you're gonna um want to get the the big the big beer out for this one. I bet you all of the players hate this going there. Oh, you know Tom Brady hates it. Uh, but I bet you the correspondents and like the announcers are like, awesome. Like I'm gonna make a weekend out of it and go to Germany, and, and get a giant beer stein. I guess they have to work, but. Let's be honest, you can do that job drunk. Uh, the Bucks are favored by three right now on my FanDuel app. That can't pot. The Seahawks are better than the Bucks. Seahawks win this 24-17. Pick it to click it, lock of the week. Oh, my God. Go make yourself some money on that one. Um, let's, do, let's do the shittiest game of the weeks, um, Saints-Steelers. Um, Saints are favored by minus one and a half. I just watched the Saints play Baltimore, play my Baltimore Ravens on Monday night and got clapped. Upset of the week, I'm going Steelers win this uh, 24-21. Don't bet on it. I mean, Kenny Pickett looks like he's 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 getting a little confidence. And what is confidence? Grace under pressure. So, uh, their defense also got destroyed versus the, uh, versus the Ravens. So they won't be able to handle Deontay Johnson. Moving on, Dolphins over Browns. Um, I said over Browns. I said, I meant Dolphins meet the Browns. This is another upset of the week for me. I just, I like... Cleveland knowing that Deshaun Watson is right around the corner and that they if they win this they're in the playoff race. Right now the Dolphins are favored by minus three and a half. Hmm. Yeah, take the Browns. It's not my click it to pick it, but I'm I'm going a lot of upsets this week. Alright. I got the Browns. I got the Browns winning that. You can get plus 162 on the money line for the Browns winning that. Um, by the way, a little update on my gambling since I haven't been doing this. I can't lose. I can't. I have not lost one single weekend money overall on the NFL. Um, I've made thousands upon thousands of dollars this year on the NFL. Um, mostly thanks to my good friend. Well, he's not a good friend. He's in my fantasy league. I mean, we talk all the time in a group chat, but, uh, you know, my friend, I'll give him that. I'll give him a friend. John Massa, a.k.a. Johnny Locke, um, he sends out his locks of the week to the whole fantasy group. I'll tell you what, this guy's like 75% for the year. He, uh, he he's. I don't need to win my fantasy league because he's making me money hand over fist, as they say. Where are we going? Where are we going with this, Adam? Broncos, Titans. Oh, oh well, let's do let's do. We're in Chicago. Let's go Lions at Bears. Lions and Tigers and Bears. Who knew? Um, what's the line on this one? Minus three for the Bears. Yeah, I like that a lot. I like Bears winning twenty-seven to twenty in this one. Uh, Lions defense cannot contain Justin Fields running 
Um, if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers throwing three interceptions in the red zone, they would have won. Um, look, they just traded Hawkinson. Jared Goff's Jared Goff. Justin Fields is coming into his own. Uh, this might be more than 27-20. I like the Bears a lot in this one. Another um, shit fest too, Broncos at Titans. Although I'll tell you what, Aaron Rodgers has given uh, Russell Wilson his run for the money on uh, former Pro Bowl quarterbacks looking absolutely horrendous. I'll give it to Russell just off the edge that he's such a weirdo. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is too, but like Russell Wilson may be a cyborg that was programmed to be like super lame. Like his interview after the London game, he's like, it was bizarre. It's almost like he doesn't realize that the team sucks, he sucks, and that nobody wants to hear him say, Broncos country, let's ride ever again. So in that vein, Titans. <laughs> I'd like to see the Broncos lose again to the Titans. The Titans almost beat the Chiefs, okay? Derrick Henry, they don't need a quarterback, apparently, in Tennessee. Tennessee's favored by minus two and a half. I think Tennessee wins this, I don't know, 23-14. Done. Bring it on, Jaguars, Chiefs. Jaguars, my one of my top five teams at the beginning of this year. Um, so really don't listen to me on anything. Uh, are playing the Chiefs. And the line for that one is, oh, man, I needed to be way more organized next time. Sorry, guys. Minus 9.5 for the Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs win this one 38-24. I mean, the Jags offense is solid. They got a nice trio, Lawrence, Etienne, Christian Kirk. Um. I just think the Chiefs coming off an overtime escape, eager to show their usual explosive scoring offense, was number one in the league before the Tennessee Titans game. Um, I just think they roll. Texans at Giants. Um, The Texans are probably the worst team in the league, but... Hmm... I got text. So the Giants are favored by minus five and a half. It was six and a half. Yeah, Giants probably win this one. Like I don't think the Giants are that good either. I I'm just flagrantly disrespectful to this team that just continues to win. But I think I think the Giants win twenty three thirteen. And um, Davis Mills will make some critical mistake. Um, he'll look like Daniel Jones used to. And uh, Jones will just play efficient like he has been. And they'll, like, go on the Wildcat or something like the Giants do, and they'll win 23-13. Colts at Raiders. Oh, this is an interesting one. The Colts hired Jeff Saturday, who has never coached outside of high school, and even there I think they were 3-7. and seven. I'll tell you what. This shows you just not you just need to know somebody, right? Like, like that's all getting jobs is. Like, if you have the in, it doesn't matter your qualifications. They'll train you. Uh, Colts at Raiders. 
what a game. I'll tell you what, get the popcorn ready for this one. You're gonna you're not gonna wanna miss the Las Vegas Raiders who can't seem to figure out anything versus the Indianapolis Colts who are dying to lose. Raiders minus five and a half. Raiders win this twenty seven to twenty. Makes you uh, a little nervous. Don't bet on that game. Don't watch that game. Never watch the Colts or the Raiders for the rest of the year. Cowboys at Packers. Man, they were probably licking their chops when they saw this one on the schedule, the the ratings people early on. And then the Packers are, are trying to – I don't know what – the Packers, I think they hate Aaron Rodgers, yet they pay him the most money on the team. Because they don't give this guy any any weapons. Um, finally, the lines are correct. You know, it's in Lambeau. You would have thought this game was like minus three for Cowboys still, but they 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 uh they got this one right. Cowboys minus five at Packers. Um, Mike McCarthy revenge game. Anyone? Maybe maybe anyone? Bueller Bueller Bueller. Um, five, you know what? I think this is like a do or die for Green Bay. I think Cowboys win, but like 24 to 21. They don't cover the spread. Cardinals, worst team in the league, at the Rams, who also suck. Man, there's a lot of bad games this week. I'll tell you what. A lot of bad football, as Tom Brady would say. Cardinals at Rams. Uh, I'm looking at current lines. God, where are you? See, this is the problem with doing it off my phone. Minus one and a half for the Rams. Cardinals suck. Offensive line is shot, especially in the interior Interior for the Cardinals. Aaron Donald's going to destroy. I mean, I guess he has to chase that little man, Kyler Murray. But I think Jalen Ramsey matches up well for Hopkins. They're both slow, and uh, I think Cooper Cup does just enough on this one. Rams win 24-20, cover the spread. Chargers at 49ers. 49ers are a minus seven favorite. Yeah, they're gonna beat the. They're gonna beat them pretty badly, I think. I'm gonna get this one 35 to 20 for the 49ers. Christian McCaffrey looks re-energized. He's re-energizing Kittle and Ayuk and. Everybody else on the team. Um, it's, a, it's a solid three-game sweep for the um, for the 49ers over the Chargers. Commanders at the Commanders, who are going to sell their team. Um, little update here from my fantasy group is the D.C. Attorney General's office emailed reporters regarding a press conference tomorrow where A.G. Carl Racine will make a major announcement related to the Washington Commanders. So I guess... Something's going on. The team's going to finally get rid of Dan Schneider and uh, maybe move in the right direction at some point in time. Four and five. They're playing the Eagles. The Eagles are unstoppable. What's the line? I have 11 here on this on this fake news website, so let me make it's Okay, it's minus 10 and a half. Um, yeah, I think the Eagles win this one like 35-22. Uh, they're very strong home team, especially in prime time. Um, Heineke due for another rough game, uh, facing a tough secondary. This guy's throwing with his eyes closed. Um, and 
I just think Hurts and A.J. Brown with a little sprinkle of Devontae Smith um, easily uh, easily win this game. Man, what a shitty week. What's my game of the week? So I gave you my click it to pick it, but what's my game of the week? Damn, there's a lot of bad games this week. I'm just looking at them all again. I can't choose one that I really want to watch. I guess the Chargers 49ers, even though it's a, a minus 7 for the 49ers. That one on paper looks like the game of the week. But what is the actual game of the week? Probably the probably Detroit Chicago. I could see I could see them both putting up a lot of points. And I'm not just being biased cuz I'm in the windy city. I uh I genuinely like um I like watching Justin Fields, don't you? Um I think that I think this is a good a good comeback episode. I think that the next one will be with uh, Charlie and Monty or another guest. But you know what? I wanted to do this one solo because uh, I thought I thought the people deserved it. I really did. Um, thank you for listening, and uh, stay tuned. I'll get back on it. I'm excited with my new position. I'm working remotely now, so I can really just I can keep the mic right here. I, I can plug in whenever I want. Okay, so just just get ready for uh, more episodes, and uh, I'll set up in my apartment a little uh, a little video studio so that I can start broadcasting this again. Thank you, and uh, have a lovely a lovely night, and uh, watch some shitty football this weekend. All right, peace. Let's just sit and love each other Life is sucking, baby I got money
just a terrible 